It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. It's Friday, and we're live. We are live. We're not pre-recording anything except a couple of commercials here and there. The FCC makes us say this portion of the show is pre-recorded. Well, this part of Arthur Idala's show is not pre-recorded. It is as live as live could be. Uh, it was a, a, a shorter week because we had uh, the 4th of July on Monday, but it was a busy week. It was busy in the city, although Tuesday was kind of mellow, but it was a busy week. It was a lot going on in the news, a lot going on in the news right now. The whole Twitter thing, Elon Musk, will it, won't it, won't it, will it? He's got nine kids, got eight kids, three kids, twins. God bless him. Hey, it's not like he's going to worry about paying for college. You know, some of us have those 529 plans. Not Elon Musk. He's ready to go with the college tuition for nine kids. But he just pulled the Twitter deal. The Twitter deal is now off the table. Just all it is off the table. No more Twitter for Elon Musk. He's not buying it. He's telling them, "Hey, uh, you know what? I'm I'm pulling the plug." I do not know exactly why as of yet. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I mean, it literally just happened. It just says, the announcement brings to an end a will-he-won't-he saga after the world's richest person clinched clinched a deal for Twitter in April, but then put the buyout on hold. So um, that's it. Twitter is going back to just being Twitter. It's not going to be Elon Musk's Twitter. See what effect this has on a $44 billion. Forty-four billion dollars. I mean, it's not fathomable. <laughs> what for? I mean, there's nothing. I I don't know what forty-four billion dollars is. How do I describe that to you? What's forty-four billion dollars? But it's a lot of money. Um, a case that I've been on the news of talking about a lot is this uh, this bodega owner, Jose Alba. And, uh, you know, he was uh, basically attacked by a boyfriend-girlfriend, and uh, he stabbed the boyfriend who he he killed. He stabbed him several times. And it's pretty interesting because um, the Manhattan district attorney is getting pretty beat up over the fact that he has for bail. Uh, Alvin Bragg can't catch a break. When he asks for bail, (laughs) when he doesn't ask for bail, everyone's beating him up. They're letting everyone out. And then when he asks for bail, they're beating him up. Um, And I I did some research on this case, some quote-unquote behind-the-scenes research on this case. And it's not as cut and dry as everyone makes it out to be. First of all, I just tried a self-defense case. Self-defense cases are very difficult. They are not... Um, they're not like ground balls in, in many situations. Sometimes they're ground balls, but in this particular case, and I'm, I'm, I'm just giving the facts, the individual who is dead had no weapon. At no time did he have a weapon. The bodega owner, Mr. Alba, did have a weapon. Now, the deceased's girlfriend had a weapon. She had some kind of a knife and she's on the other side of the counter and she stabs the owner, Jose, or the, the worker. I don't know if he's the owner or if he works there. I think he's the owner. Um, she stabs him in the arm and then he stabs the boyfriend, I believe, five times and causing his death. Um, the DA's office didn't ask for remand, which they have in other cases, like that case where the girl is accused of pushing the older woman and causing her death. In that case, 
it's a little difficult to say someone who's pushing someone is intending to kill them. In this case, Jose Alba stabbing someone five times around the neck area, five times, not once, five times, uh, you can draw a conclusion that someone has the intent to kill. Now, there is a obviously a very strong self-defense claim here. Uh, let's break down self-defense very quickly. Self-defense for uh, the burden of proof is still on the prosecutor. So the defendant still does not have to prove anything. But the defendant or defense attorney has to put forth facts that show two things. Not one thing, two things. That number one, here, the bodega owner, Jose Alba, was in fear of his life. That he thought the deceased was going to kill him. That if he didn't kill the deceased, the deceased was going to kill him. So he has to prove, I'm sorry, the DA's office has to disprove that he did not feel that way. Uh, And usually a defendant has to testify to show that, yes, that's how I felt. Otherwise, it's very difficult to draw that conclusion. There are ways to use a self-defense claim without the defendant testifying, but um, it is not typical. So I just tried a... Uh, a murder case and the defense was self-defense and the defendant did testify and the defendant said, look, I, I was in fear for my life. I heard gunshots go off and I didn't know who was shooting. And now I see this guy running right at me as I'm trying to get into my house. So I had a knife on me and I took out the knife and I stabbed him. And it turned out that the person who was running at him did not have a gun and did not have a knife. And, um, the jury did not find that the self-defense uh, defense, pardon me for using defense twice, uh, rose to the level of being sufficient. So what the I'm, I'm not being very artful here because this is like you do like at least a week in law school kind of about self-defense cases. So it's a two prong test that it comes out of the Bernie Getz case, the subway vigilante case. Where number one, you have to prove uh, the 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 defendant has defendant has to assert that uh, he felt in fear for his life, and number two, that's the subjective test, and number two, the objective test is that a juror has to believe that a reasonable person in the same circumstance would also be in fear for their lives. And the prosecutor has to, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that either the defendant did not fear for his or her life, did not, did not think it was reasonable to fear for his or her life, and that it was not reasonable for them to fear for his or her life. So hypothetically, if a five-year-old is running at you with a, with a, a toy and you kill that five-year-old you you could take the stand and the jury could say all right this guy was a little nuts and he thought the five-year-old was going to kill him we we, but that part we believe but a reasonable person would not believe that a five-year-old is going to come and kill you with a lego uh with a lego toy so self-defense cases are very hard and they're very complicated and what happened here in the bodega case was Initially, the police department does their investigation. So they do their investigation, and after they speak to the witnesses, after they watch the video, after they speak to the defendant, they then come to the prosecutor's office and say, okay, we believe um, Jose Alba should be charged with murder in the second degree. Now, it also depends on which people from the NYPD are coming to you to tell you that, but typically it is... Uh, it is someone who is a pretty high level uh, in the NYPD, meaning they have a lot of uh, experience. So it's going to be a detective, a first grade detective, a homicide detective. And often, at least in the, in the in the initial stages, you have a prosecutor who may be out of law school two or three years. It then then goes up the chain of command. But initially, uh, when you're first writing up the case, it is not unreasonable for someone to say, hey, uh, the, the detective said we should charge murder, too. And that's what you ultimately charge. What bail do you ask for for someone who has killed someone else and there's a self-defense game? Now, I'm telling you, the case that I had just spoke about in Brooklyn, you know what they asked for? The Brooklyn DA's office? Remand. 
remand. And he was in jail the whole time, during the whole COVID, during the whole thing. No matter what number of bail he came up, he couldn't, he could not achieve that, 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 that he couldn't get out of prison. Um, here, the girl who pushed, who I'm representing, who pushed the older woman, pushed her. No weapons are involved. They asked for remand. She's in jail. She can't get out. This guy who stabbed someone five times, they asked for $500,000 bail. The judge said $250,000 bail. That's not so insane. And then you know what? The DA's office lowered the bail to an amount that he was able to make, which was $50,000, which they were able to put $5,000 up. So let's be a little objective and look at the facts before we say that Alvin Bragg should be chased out of office. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with a cardiologist to talk about the new COVID variant. So, as you guys all know, anyone who listens to this show knows that it is now time to talk about my friends at Connors and Sullivan because they are the people who you really need in your life. Think about it. You probably don't need, God willing, a criminal defense attorney. You hopefully don't need a personal injury attorney. Um, you may not need a house closing attorney because you may just decide to rent or you already have a house. But the one thing, you know what you know what your positive is going to happen? You're going to die. Yep, you're going to die. Uh-huh. You are going to die. I'm going to die. We're all going to die. And um, there's so many laws. There's so many uh, taxes that affect the the money that you have that you leave behind. Hopefully, you're not going to leave uh, yourself absolutely broke. Uh, and where do you want that money to go? You should have a will. You should have a health care proxy. You should have uh, a power of attorney. You should have a living will. Maybe you need a trust. You need to meet with the people at Connors and Sullivan to put your affairs in order. And how do you meet with them? You call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. They will also put you in the best position to make sure you don't go bankrupt because you're not eligible for Medicaid, and God forbid someone needs to be put into a, a nursing home, and you're getting banged out for $500 a day, $750 a day, $15,000 a month, $20,000 a month. Call Connors and Sullivan and get your affairs in order. You hear that, that statement all the time, get your affairs in order, get your affairs in order. Call Connors and Sullivan. They're going to help you get your affairs in order. It's 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. And remember, it's never too late. The time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan or go on connorsandsullivan.com. Trust me, folks, you'll be glad that you did. Looking for advice on that new place you call home? Tune into the one and only Eye on Real Estate. It's a seller's market right now, so let Dottie and her team of experts help you navigate the tricky waters of real estate. Dottie even has the scoop on celebrity real estate. Tune in every Saturday as Citizens Bank Senior Vice President Ace joins Dottie and offers listeners free advice on the mortgage process. Join in every Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. This is how we do it. It's Friday night, and I feel alright. The party's here on the west side, so I reach for my forty and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. 
Hit the shot cause I'm faded. Honey's in the streets, say money, yo, we made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. The summertime skirts and like I We gotta wait for the hook. We gotta wait for the hook. Big time tonight. Taking a ride to Hampton Bays, Long Island, to a place called Centro, C-N-T-R-O, Centro. And I'm going to be uh, with my buddies from Poly Prep, Michael Vitali, Dr. Michael Vitali, and uh, Victor Samaha, to class of 85. We're going to be hanging out, and uh, our significant others will be in attendance. I think uh, Annette, my uh, classmate from uh, CUNY Law School, class of 92, and Josh, my other classmate of law school, oh, Judge Josh, classmate of law school, 1992. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's Friday night, and we're going to have some fun. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. We're going to have a little Padre Luz libation. I'll give you a little hint. Some tequila's going to be involved. Oh, oh, you never know what happens when you have a little tequila. Um, but we're going to be serious right now because here's the deal. I went to uh, a friend's house this afternoon. friend a little... A little older than I am, and he's got a son a little younger than I am. I went to say hello to his son in the sun porch. and like, no, 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 don't say hello to him. He's got COVID. Oh, okay. My buddies went up to uh, see a concert last night in upstate New York a couple hours before. I think four hours before. Oh, concert canceled. The band's got COVID. Uh, a very prestigious reporter for a very prestigious newspaper, national newspaper, Reached out to her. Oh, I've been in bed for two weeks. I had COVID. Uh, very prestigious uh, lawyer in New York City who practices in the area of divorce. Good friend of mine. Two weeks in bed with COVID. So what's going on? So um, let's talk to Dr. Adalbert Pillip. Uh, he is a cardiologist and he is very focused on the new variant of COVID, and it's something that we have to deal with because I just heard on John Katzimatidi's show that New York is issuing a warning or a recommendation, I should say, that when you're inside, you should wear a mask, and when you're outside of big groups, you should wear a mask as well. So, um, Dr. Pillip, what do you say? Talk to the listeners. What should they be doing? What, what's, what's the update? Give us the, give us the scoop. All right, guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. And before we get to serious, with the talk with tequila, I think I'm going to join that party as well. All right, uh, no problem. But, we got to wait We got to wait about 25 minutes. <laughs> so, listen, COVID-5, COVID uh, BA4 and BA5, right? These are the new kids on the block. These are the, these are the new sub-variants that are hitting the United States, right? So they're very prevalent, about 100,000 cases a week. Uh, 400 deaths every day. Uh, those are the facts. There's going to be always new subvariants every week, every month. There's always going to be a new number and a new name. It's more transmissible, yes. Why is it more transmissible? Because it evades immunity. Why does it do that? Again, all mutations that kind of accumulate over time, viruses want to protect themselves. They want to survive. And the way these new subvariants are acting is that they are tricking the antibody landing site. What does that mean, right? So remember all the antibodies everybody talks about, vaccines and natural immunity from getting sick. Those all deal with antibodies. What that means is you get vaccinated, you get sick, you get protection. Now, these new subvariants, they, they, they want to trick the system, so they want to evade the antibody detection so they can survive longer. Now, remember, um, FDA actually right now says, listen, these new boosters, they really should have BA4, BA5 in them because it is that prevalent right now. Just to put it into context, immunity from a vaccine is about gives you protection about eightfold versus threefold protection if you're just got sick from COVID and you have your natural antibodies, right? Because everybody talks about right, so no, back up, doctor, because this is this is important. Just just repeat that part again: the vaccine versus not vaccine. Right. And this, this is huge, right? Because even from our practice where we see patients all the time, and I always ask, hey, did you get vaccinated? They're like, no, 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 I, I got sick. It's okay. I'm fine. And so it's important to understand, yes, you are better than zero, and zero is nothing, meaning no vaccine, 
and no sickness, right? You have zero protection. And these people generally do much worse. And still, look, with all the subvariants, crazy subvariants that are out there, in our practice, we still see milder symptoms. We still see less hospital admissions and less immune, uh, reliance on infusion therapy. But the protection, as I mentioned, if you get vaccinated, especially boosted, it's eight times more. If you got just natural immunity from being sick with COVID, three times more. All right, it's a big drop off, and zero when you have nothing. Right. So, again, it sounds scary, but at the end of the day. You know, we, we have seen so far thousands and thousands of patients since day one. And today versus two years ago, people have milder symptoms. As a matter of fact, speaking of anecdotally, just my family alone, everybody got hit over the last couple of weeks, couple of months. It's crazy. One after the so other. They have, right? the, they have BA4, BA5. Is there a difference? Uh, you know, they are both new subvariants. And, it's you know, when you and I get sick with COVID, nobody knows, right? But there are people who are tracking this at the hospital level. So people are really sick. They get admitted and, and they do genotype sequencing and they, and they find out. But when you and I get sick in the community, you go see a PCP or whatever, you go to urgent care, nobody knows, right? So the, but we have enough data to say that majority, the dominant force right now is this BA4, BA5. So and, just, you yeah, know, but, but you said 400 people are dying a day. Is that 400 people out of 300 million in the United States of America? Yeah, United States. Okay. I mean, I, I, you, I, is that a lot or a little? I, part of my ignorance. Listen, it, it, when you're one of the 400 and when you're one of the families of 400 is a lot, but in the context of where we've been, where it was really, really amazingly terrible, it's, it's not as bad, right? And, again, I think that comes from the fact that we have so many people that got vaccinated. So many people that have natural immunity now because they were sick, right? So we have a lot of those eightfold, threefold protectors out there who are able to withstand, even though they get sick, like you hear all the time, oh, yeah, I was vaccinated and I got sick twice, right? You hear that all the time. The bottom line is these people tend to do better. They have mild symptoms, right? So is it fair to say, doctor, that uh, your recommendation is for people to get vaccinated unless there's a real reason why they should, a medical reason why they shouldn't? Uh, I'll tell you, three, fa- three main points that remain from practicing for a while and seeing this face-to-face, right? A lot of doctors' offices closed. A lot of doctors got sick, never wanted to go back. A lot of staff, honestly, doesn't want to go to work for medical office. I'm sure you come to- across this all the time. There's really no staff left in the medical field. You call, nobody answers, right? But we've been there day one, and I'm telling you, three main things. Vaccines and boosters make a difference. Access, look, we as physicians, we have access to great medications, right? When you get sick, don't worry. Just go see a doctor. Don't suffer in silence, right? Because, you know, some people have underlying uh, conditions. They can, they can easily get worse, even though we didn't expect them to. So we have great medications. We do very well. People re- recover quick. And the last thing, and this is where I think that many people are not emphasizing data. They don't pay attention to this. COVID is a severe dehydrator. Huge. 50%. Like, we have great medications. Only half. Half recover, the other half comes from proper hydration with electrolytes. That is so important. You may hear well, the, going, the Hold on, Dr. Pillip, that, you, that last piece got buried. You said proper hydration with electrolytes. So how do you get proper hydration with electrolytes? Drinking a lot of Gatorade? Uh, yeah, and that's the key, right? There's a lot of options on the market, some better than others. Pedialyte? You know, Pedialyte, uh, Propel, Infused Chi. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. There are some that are made by doctors that are wonderful. We recommend in our office. However, again, I just want to emphasize because people want to understand this point. <clears throat> and a lot of our listeners probably get these symptoms because we hear about long COVID, right? You hear about this all the time. <clears throat> I have this long COVID. I have this headache, fatigue, palpitations, muscle cramps. I have not recovered post-COVID. I had a COVID a year ago. That is all, a lot of it, not all, but a lot of it is from dehydration. We have really? cellular organs. We need that. That's that. Listen, that, that that's that's amazing. I, I that I will tell you. I've been surrounded by doctors, and I've listened to a lot about this, but I did not know. Let me just ask you. In general, let's take COVID out of the the picture. Uh, would would you, as a cardiologist, Doctor Pillup, would you recommend uh, people making sure they have electrolytes, like additional electrolytes besides where? Well, let me back up. Part of my ignorance. Where do you get electrolytes from if you're not drinking Propel or any of that stuff? 
you know, that's the thing, right? So just to get to the basics just for a second, right? We are cellular organisms. We, our homeostasis, everything is dependent on our sodium, the chloride, the magnesium, critical, right? Very important for our cellular conduction. When we are depleted, so you can just go to the bathroom and pee and lose a ton of electrolytes. You sweat, ton of electrolytes. You drink coffee, tea, dehydrate, big time, right? You drink water. And, and, and uh, you know, I got, uh, people come to my office with, I'm a cardiologist, uh, also internist, but they come with all the symptoms I mentioned, right? Headaches, palpitations, uh, cramps. And, they, and they're like, yo, doc, I drink a ton of water. I'm like, all right, so how much? I engage them, right? Because, you know, you want to understand what they think. I drink a gallon of water. And then he said, wait a minute. You understand that that's overhydration, right? So on one hand, you burn through electrolytes, whether it's acute illness or just because you're an athlete or just because you are a live organism. You burn. You, you lose those electrolytes, like every day. And then if you drink water, then you drink water without electrolytes, and all of a sudden you dilute, right? Dilution is a big factor. You dilute these electrolytes, and all of a sudden it's even worse than if you didn't hydrate. And so now where do you get these electrolytes? They have to be tailored, right? They have to meet specifically to account, make sure that's not too much, but some they're pushing too much sugar, pushing too much salt, which is not good for you either. Blood pressure goes up. So it has to be tailored perfectly. There's a lot of stuff on the market, like I said. You know, you can bite it over, the, you know, in a Gatorade. It's got their issues. Bottom line, electrolytes, right? You Google electrolytes. There's a lot of drinks out there. Powders, I love powder. Why? It doesn't have a lot of added stuff that has to sit on the shelf for years and decades, right? It, it, it sits better. It's better for you. So yes. electrolyte powder in water is what uh, is what we should be looking at. Yeah, that I feel like that gives you the biggest health uh, kick out of all of them. Well, doctor, since I'm giving you all this free air time, maybe give me a little free uh, more, one more piece of advice. I drink at least one bottle of San Pellegrino water, mineral water, every day. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, first of all, it just says you're a sophisticated kind of guy. However, <laughs> I like the way it tastes, but. You know, are the minerals in there? Is it? Is that? And I, I just drink one bottle. I don't drink more, and I drink it over the course of the day. I know, and, and, and like I said, that's great. However, that doesn't do anything, right? Okay. You need, you need thirty to fifty ounces, right? So your water bottle is what sixteen ounces, twenty ounces. You know, it depends how big you get it, right? So thirty to fifty ounces mixed properly with electrolytes. That is what your buddy's hungry for. Okay. All right, so uh, Dr. Billup, we're working for the weekend. I'll uh, go enjoy your tequila, raise a glass to uh, good health, and thanks for joining us on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour. Do you have fun plans for your Friday weekend? Are you going to get out and, and get busy with New York and all the things that it has to offer? Well, it's called Fun Friday Night on Radio Night Live. Christine Nicholas, Kevin McCullough, we'll see you tonight at 7. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668. 212-857-6668 and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A. NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. AM970 The Answer and our hosts, then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to us online at AM970TheAnswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2600. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So I am on uh, the, the web right now, and yeah, there are definitely a lot of electrolyte powders out there. Talking about learning something new every day. So I, you know, I didn't know this, but you know, this Propel that you talked about, they was Propel water. You know who drank that all the time? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. When he was in my office, they used to get cases of it. I, I guess maybe he was on something. Uh, <clears throat> don't think he's probably drinking Propel water is right now, but I will, uh, I will put one of these in my, um, uh, let's see, 20 bucks for 90 servings. Oh, that's not bad. Let's put it in the cart here. And um, let's see, we're going to go, blah, 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 blah. oh, you see, they're always trying to, oh, subscribe and save. Yeah, you'll save $2 if you make us, you know, make sure you have it every month. Boom. I don't do the subscribe to save thing, except for like, a couple of things, like <laughs> San Pellegrino water. Um, I also learned today, I got a little thing going on every once in a while with the gout. Everybody know what the gout is? It stinks if you know what the gout is. If you've If you've suffered through the gout. You hip to the gout. They call it the rich man's disease because you get it from meat and seafood. Those are expensive products. You know how much a pound, ready for this? You know how much a pound of bone-in steak, rib steak is in Southampton? For one pound, just one pound. $44.99 for one pound. One pound. $44.99 for a pound? I mean, you get a steak that's two pounds, like a $90 steak. This is not in a restaurant. This is like in the store, and you're bringing it home. Nah, nah, man. I'll go shopping. I'll go shopping at Anthony's in Brooklyn and Bay Ridge on 74th and 3rd. It's probably like $19 a pound, which is not inexpensive, but it's no $45 a pound. Um, And I just read that uh, Larry Storch died. Now, you probably don't know the name Larry Storch, but if you saw his face, those of us who are 50 and older, you would know what he looks like. He's the little guy with the black hair from F Troop. Remember F Troop? He was the little guy, uh, the little fun guy on F Troop. He, he hit the boards at 99. That's a good run. And obviously, I'm, I'm never psyched about anyone dying or thinking that that's a good thing. Well, I shouldn't say anyone. There's a couple of people, but evil people. Um, There was a guy who made his living. His name was Rian Naoud, N-A-U-D-E, 55 years old. He made his living by killing endangered species. Like, I ain't down with that, man. I am not down with that. And the pictures on his website are of dead lions and lionesses and tigers and uh, giraffes and elephants. Well, there's that thing called karma. And uh, Ryan Naoud, 55, was shot dead June 8th in Kruger National Park in northeast South Africa. A nearby cattle rancher heard the shot, found Naoud's body, and called the cops, according to the outlet. He was bleeding from the head and the face. He operated a popular trophy hunting business, Pro Hunt Africa. Trophy hunting is legal in South Africa and is particularly popular amongst Americans. His Instagram account showed him posing with dead giraffes, zebras, elephants, and that picture in the the newspaper is him with a lion. Yeah, I'm not down with this, man. I'm not down with the killing thing and all that stuff. Um, I was at Kruger National Park. Uh, it's a 
unbelievable place. I remember when I said I was going to Africa, my father goes, why the heck are you going to Africa for? It's going to cost you a lot of money. You're going to on a plane for 24 hours. I said, Dad, I'm going to go see the animals. See the animals. Come on. Hey, Arthur, come on. Just go to the Bronx Zoo. You see as many animals as you want. Now, the funny is part is there's the big five. I'm not going to remember what they all are, so I'm not going to cite them, but it's got to do with elephants and uh, rhinoceroses and of the big five, the, the one thing that I didn't see, I went on a photography safari, so I took pictures of the animals, and it was unbelievable. I watched wild dogs take down an impala, like 10 feet away from me. Um, the one thing that I didn't get a photograph of was a lion. I never saw a lion. Uh, I saw cheetahs and other kinds of big cats. So what do you think? I, so I, and I framed all the pictures from Africa, and I hung them up. What do you think I did? I went to the Bronx Zoo, and I took a picture of a lion, and I framed it, and I mixed it in with the pictures of Africa. I never lied. It was just, I was like, oh, yeah, those are the pictures from Africa. The one from the Bronx Zoo. But uh, anyway, um, this guy who, uh, you know, made his living killing things, um, he's no longer with us. So, I mean, may he rest in peace. Um, but there's one less person out there who's going to be killing elephants and cutting off their tusks and hanging their heads on the wall. It's just not my thing. I know it's a lot of people's thing. It was Justice Scalia's thing. It was a lot of Kim Torelli's thing, but not my thing. Um, I think I got my man, Mr. Greenwald, on the line. Is Mr. Greenwald with us? Right, Greenwald. What's up, my man? How are you? Um, I'm good, thanks. Happy to be here. Phil is a third generation. Phil Greenwald is a third generation friar. Um, buddies with his dad. There's a Greenwald wedding coming up, like maybe next weekend. Is that in the realm of possibilities? That's right. Weekend in uh, California. All right. little uh, Santa Barbara action. Santa Barbara action. Yeah, looking forward to it. Gorgeous. I, I am, I'm sorry that I cannot be in attendance, but I am sure it is going to be a five-star uh, Greenwald event. Um, Phil, I know you're a big technology guy, as well as being a great friar, but uh, tell us what you're working on these days. Uh, so what I'm working on is um, a company called Highwave, and essentially we're all about helping people um, connect, right, and specifically connect um, in person. And as I'm sure a lot of people know, that's never been more important. But basically we make a little sticker that goes on your phone and it allows people um, can touch their phone to yours and get your co whatever contact information you choose to share with them um, instantly. And the other person, whoever is tapping your sticker, they don't need an app themselves. They don't need a sticker. It, it's uh, anyone. If you're the only person in the world with one of these stickers, um, you know you can you can still use it, and it just makes it real easy to connect with people you meet um, face to face. So does it work on both platforms, the Android and the uh, iOS platform? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so basically there have been, you know, for the past 10, 15 years, everyone's been trying to replace the business card and, um, with an app. And up until two years ago, you basically couldn't do that cross-platform. And basically, you know, long story short, a few technology changes happened um, in November of 2019 that basically made it so that um, Android and iPhone could, could sh uh, there's a, a way to share information more easily. And so we're trying to um, use that to our advantage. And uh, so basically we'll talk about how you actually get this thing, but you're going to get something that looks like a little disc, right? It looks like, like the size of a quarter. Exactly. It's the, uh, it's yeah, actually that's a great way to describe it. It's the size, it's a sticker. It's the size of a quarter. And you just touch it to your phone, and it um, literally a push notification appears on your phone by touching it. It's, it's it's really cool because a lot of people think you need to open your camera and scan the sticker, but it's not that. It actually will. It, a push notification comes up on your camera on your um, phone because your phone just touches the sticker. And so, so Greenwald, it's like you're just giving like a high five, like phone to phone. It was, so honestly, one of the names that when we were trying to come up with a name for this thing, we were thinking of calling it High Five. There you go. There you go. So, and like, <clears throat> hypothetically, if like, you know, you're, you meet like someone you, you're kind of fond of, a little attracted to, you can just like say, hey, you know, I'm going to touch your phone and you got my information. If you want to do something with it, go for it. So, 
when we first started uh, selling this thing, we thought it was going to be, be all B2B, people doing professional connections, and a lot of women actually started using it um, to, just give, to give out their information. And well, I'm going to have to do some legal research. Yeah. I'm going to have to do some legal research and see if that's like sexual harassment. Like, he touched his phone to my phone, and all of a sudden his contact information was in my phone, and I just felt harassed by that. Uh, well, so one, I should say, we've obviously done our, our legal research, but two, um, it's a voluntary thing. That is, um, we, we've been, it's a, you know, you have to basically present your phone to somebody. It's not like somebody can go up and, like, tap your phone if it's in your pocket. That's that's not how it works. All right. So you, so you got a couple of safeguards in there. Oh, a lot of safeguards. Yeah, of course. All right. Phil, tell people, how do they get it? How do they get your product? Oh, they just go on our website. It's uh, www.highwave.co, H-I-W-A-V-E dot C-O, and they, they can grab a product. They can get one. All right, so check it out, folks. H-I-W-A-V-E, highwave.co, C-O. Enjoy the wedding. Regards to your whole family. Phil Greenwald, thank you for being on the Author Idola Power Hour. We appreciate it. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. Workers' comp can crush a small business every year. It would jump 5, 10, 15, 20%, even though there was never any claims. And that's where I was struggling as a growing business. That's Mike Lozier, owner of Gutter Plumber, a small business in New Jersey. A while back, Mike found his workers' comp costs rising. Luckily, he discovered Pi Insurance. From start to finish, it was extremely easy. They quickly came back to me with a plan that was affordable for me. Are you overpaying for workers' comp? Just go to trypie.com, share a few details about your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle or hidden fees. Like Mike, we think you'll be glad you did. I'm very happy that I moved over to Pi for my workers' comp so that I can grow my company while not breaking the bank. Find out how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent or get a quote at trypie.com. That's T-R-Y-P-I-E.com. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle. When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Local here at the Author Idola Power Hour. It's 6.48 p.m. It's Friday, July the 8th. We are in the summer. And I hope everyone is geared up for a great weekend. You know, um, I, I, this is just my philosophy. The harder you work during the week, the more fun you can have on the weekend. And I... I I worked my tail off this week. I was in the office until very late every night. I was up and at it really early. 
doing my best to help people. Um, and I'm going to try to help you right now. I'm going to help you by revealing the Friday Padre Lou libation. So we're going to start off with what Dr. Michael Vitali started off with when he walked into my house today and he saw our high school brother, Victor Samaha. And I said, you want to, well, Mike was probably in here for about three minutes, maybe four. And I go, you want something to drink? He said, don't you never going to ask? Like he's never been here before and he can't just walk to the bar and help himself. All of a sudden I got to serve him. But hey, you know, it's all right. When you know someone since you're like eight or nine or 10 years old, I guess they could treat you like that. So here's what Padre wants you to do. He want well, well, Michael, this is what Michael did first. He asked me for some tequila and he was just going to do tequila and lime, but I have this tequila that is coconut flavored tequila. So I sh- I didn't realize I presented that with him and Michael, you rejected it, correct? Yeah. Coconuts doesn't go with tequila and lime. All right. But, but Victor said, what do you mean? And then what song did you sing? You put the lime in the coconut. See, so Victor was like, wait a minute, of course it goes because there's the whole song with the lime and the coconut. So we just did a little tequila, uh, and I did a very little tequila, um, the lime into the coconut-flavored tequila, and then we put a little splash of lime-flavored seltzer. Now, Victor and I, I was a fan, but you weren't. Now, if you want to really respect the tequila, you need the grapefruit and the splash of Aperol to make it Italian. Is that what you're is that what you're drinking this summer? Or is that that's not what you just told us? Was that's a Sicilian Paloma? Try it, Arthur. Well, first of all, what's the name of this? It's a Sicilian Paloma. What what's Paloma all about? Paloma is the classic summer drink made of uh, tequila, lime, and grapefruit juice. But add a little Aperol once in a while, and you're going to find something nice happens. Wow, the Aperol spritzing. Well, here's what Padre Lou is suggesting, and Padre, you know, he's all about the details. So what he wants you to do is he wants you to take the martini glass. Now, this is before you even making the drink. Wet the rim of the glass with a slice of lime. Put some salt in the small dish. Invert the glass. Coat the wet the lime wet rim with the salt, and put the glass in the freezer. Now, Victor, before you came here, I put a bottle of rosé. Um, what what kind of the, 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 oh my god the one that I like non vive Clucot. I forget what kind of uh, champagne we were leaving. No, no, no. It was it, it was great. Um, I would, we'll get to it. But I took the champagne glasses. I wet them and I put them in the in the freezer. So upon Victor's arrival, we had a nice glass of uh, champagne. So now while those martini glasses are clo- are chilling, you're going to take three ounces of silver tequila. Now, Victor, is there tequila you prefer? Or- uh, I'm a Herodora guy. Herodora. Uh, you got Casamigos all the way. I go with tequila, the one that says on the label tequila. And uh, I, so you take three ounces of tequila and then the one of the hand, one and a half ounces of an orange base liqueur like Contro or Pro, uh, Triple Sec is probably the most uh, popular. And then squeeze about an ounce of lime juice, like a half of an ounce of a lime. One of those little squeezes. Michael has stewed my, uh, I offered him one of the squeezes, but he's so strong because he works with his hands on a daily basis. He just squeezed the lime. So in the, the mixer, you're going to go three shots of tequila, a shot and a half of triple sec, half a lime. You're going to shake it up like crazy. You're then going to pull the, the martini glass out of the, uh, the uh, freezer you're going to put a little lime wedge on the edge. You're going to pour it in there. you got the, the salt on the rim. Boom! You put that bad boy down. Now, Padre says you could dream about a Mexican vacation, but if you add a little bit of the Aperol, like Michael's saying, you could dream about a Sicilian vacation because Michael's Sicilian. Mike, what part of Sicily are you from? We're from Shaka, a beautiful fishing village near Palermo. And it's not near Palermo. It's, it's, it's due south of Palermo. It's near Agrigento. It's about 40 miles from Palermo. Though. And how many miles is from Agrigento? Uh, it's not too far from Agrigent. Thank you very much. Um, and Victor, you know, you're here visiting. Victor's the guest of honor. Victor Sama. We all went to Poly Prep together. Uh, Mike lived on 82nd, on 81st Street. Victor lived on 82nd Street. And I lived on 85th Street. I'm, I'm the guy who still lives on 85th Street. They kind of moved away a little bit. Victor's now in Florida. Uh, Victor, what is, you know, everyone is talking about the mass exodus to Florida. Take a moment and just tell us the differences of the life between New York, Brooklyn, and the life in Florida that you've now been living for almost a year. Uh, it is a lot warmer in Florida. That's a newsflash. Only here on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour will you get that kind of like riveting, riveting new fresh news. Go ahead, Victor. Uh, I believe the demographics lean towards a an older crowd down in Florida. Uh, they tend to be uh, less sophisticated drivers in Florida. Uh, however, they are much better golfers. And how's your lifestyle been down there? 
I love my new life in Florida. Uh, I miss my life in Brooklyn, uh, especially my friends. But I love my new life in Venice, Florida. I- now, you, you, you lived in Rhode Island for many, many years. What, what, what was life like in Rhode Island? Uh, I love Rhode Island. If you've not been to Rhode Island, take some time and go b- visit the beautiful beaches in Rhode Island. Is that why on the license plate it's called the Ocean State? That is correct. All right. Now, uh, on a very serious note, Dr. Michael Vitale is up in Columbia Presbyterian. Columbia Presbyterian? This is just Columbia. Just Columbia Presbyterian, yeah. So what Michael does is he works on little kids who have little back issues or tremendous back issues. But what he has done over a dozen years is Alexandra's Playground. A dozen years. So Mike's going to take a minute, and he's going to tell us about how he helps kids in communities that they don't have an opportunity to have playgrounds and play and what his foundation has done to help those kids. Well, thanks, Arthur. With the support of uh, friends and family, we just last week, in fact, built our 34th playground. It's actually the ninth playground in Patterson, New Jersey. The mayor over there gave us the keys of uh, Patterson. Great community, lots of uh, people coming out for these community builds. The community really heavily invests in the playground, uh, commits to all the maintenance, and we've been fortunate to uh, be able to give the gift of play to lots of needy kids. All these sites are chosen on the basis of uh, need and sustainability, and we built playgrounds as far away as Afghanistan, Haiti, uh, all over the U.S., but uh, a lot in the tri-state area. So it's been a blast, and I want to thank my good friend Arthur for being a loyal supporter or a constant MC and uh, a big fan along the way. Michael, did you go to Afghanistan? No. No. In fact, the playgrounds in Afghanistan um, are not branded as uh, Alexander's playground uh, playgrounds because of the potential threat of violence to any American type of uh, for-profit. But we've been to Haiti a whole bunch of times and get to see the playgrounds there, which is really incredible. You've actually treated uh, people in Haiti, right? Uh, people or God, tell me what you did in Haiti. Yeah, after the earthquake, a bunch of us went down to Haiti and uh, helped with some of the care of uh, you know, serious fractures and injuries in kids. And uh, unfortunately, they're not doing uh, much better. We've been back many times to a great little hospital uh, down there and uh, still struggling quite a bit uh, now with even more problems with obvious corruption and political uh, craziness. So it's a, it's a challenging place, great people, and they, uh, they really need the help. All right. Vic, we got two minutes left. 19, 9, 1985. We'll start with September 84 to uh, June of 85. I think June 10th, we graduated poly prep. Just throw out a memory. It doesn't have to be the greatest of this, but a, a memory that would make people smile who are listening on this Friday evening. Uh, being out on the foam pits that the uh, track team would use in the springtime, catching the sun in the uh, backfields of poly prep was always a highlight. And on occasion, Rapid Pulse would be playing. Uh, the band Rapid Pulse lead singer Arthur Idala. I was a huge fan back in the day, and I still am today. All right, Michael, come on, give me one uh, one memory of Poly Prep. Poly Prep uh, memories of uh, BC level calculus and spending many nights studying as hard as I could. Because yeah, that, that was Michael. His nickname in school was Nose Nose to the Grindstone. Mine was uh, driving into school in the morning with Victor Samha, Joe Hassan. And sometimes Victor's sister, Terry, and other times Joe's sister, Victoria. But every morning was an adventure being in that blue Honda Prelude. All right, folks, I hope you have a great weekend. We love you. We'll be back on Monday, live and local. God bless America. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.